Jaya Gopi Janavala Kirivara Dari Jaya Gopi Janavala Kirivara Dari Kashora Nandana Braja Janaranjana Kashora Nandana Braja Janaranjana Jamuna Chiravana Jamuna Chiravana Chari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Vihari Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Prabhupada, 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 Jaya Jaya Prabhupada. Guru Dev, Guru Dev, Guru Dev, Jaya Jaya Guru Nitai Gaur Premanandi Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 6, Text Number 4. Text Number 4. Prakalpa Visayametam. Smritim te muni satam. 
nahi eshav vayad hat kala. Esa sarva nirak riti. Prakalpa visayam etam. Smritim te muni satama. Nahi esa vayadhat kala. Esa sarva nirakriti. Prakalpa visayam etam. Smritim te muni satama. Nahi esa vayavadhat kala. Esha sarva nirakriti. Prakapa visayametam Smitim te muni satama. Nahi esa ikakala. Esa sarva nirakritai. Word for word. Prak. Prior. Kalpa. The duration of Brahma's day. Visayam, subject matter, etam, all these, smritim, remembrance, te, your, munisatam, O great sage, na, not, he, certainly, Asia, all these, vaya. Vyaya Vadat made any difference. Kala, course of time. Esa, all these. Sarva, all. Nirakritya, annihilation. Translation. And purport by His Divine Grace, Shila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Shila Prabhupada Ki. O great sage, time annihilates everything in due course. So how is it that this subject matter, which happened prior to this day of Brahma, is still fresh in your memory, undisturbed by time? Please repeat, O great sage, time annihilates everything in due course. So how is it that this subject matter, which happened prior to this day of Brahma, is still fresh in your memory, undisturbed by time? 
O great sage, time annihilates everything in due course. So how is it that this subject matter, which happened prior to this day of Brahma, is still fresh in your memory, undisturbed by time? Purport, as spirit is not annihilated, even after the annihilation of the material body, so spiritual consciousness is not annihilated. Sri Narada developed this spiritual consciousness even when he had his material body in the previous kalpa. Consciousness of the material body means spiritual consciousness expressed through the medium of a material body. This consciousness is inferior, in, is inferior, destructible, and perverted. But superconsciousness of the supra mind in the spiritual plane is as good as the spirit soul and is never annihilated. Omagane Timrandasya Jananjanan Salakaya Chakshu and Militam Jaina Tazma Shri Gurvainam Hashi Chaitanya Minobisham Shapitam Jaina Bhutale Swayam Rupa Karamayam Diranti Swapadantikam. I was born in the darkest ignorance, and my spiritual master is opening my eyes with the torchlight of knowledge. I offer my humble obeisances. Under the dust of his lotus feet, Nama Om Vishnu Padaya, Krishna Prestaya Bhutale, Srimati Tamal Krishna Goswami Nitinamani, Nama Om Vishnu Padaya, Krishna Prestaya Bhutale, Srimati Bhakti Vedanta Swami Nitinamani, excuse me, Namaste Saraswati Devi, Gauravani, Pacharane, Nirvi Sesha, Sunyavadi Pashkatadi, Shatarane, Jai Shri Krishna. Vanchakopadrubhaischa, Kripasinubhazevacha, Patitanam, Pavanebio, Vaishnavebio, Namonamaha, Jaisi Krishna Chaitanya, Prabhu Nityananda, Shirveta, Gadadhar, Shivasari, Gora Bhakta Vrinda, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So thanks again for being here. If you're listening in today, welcome to Thursday Srimad Bhagavatam lecture. Canto 1, chapter 6, text number 4. O great sage, time annihilates everything in due course. So how is it that this subject matter which happened prior to this day of Brahma is still fresh in your memory, undisturbed by time? Do you know who's speaking, Sam? Who's speaking? Who's speaking? Yeah, we're reading the Bhagavad Gita. This is called Conversations. Conversation between Narda and Vyasadeva. Vyasadeva is speaking right now. Vyasadeva is asking a question to Narda Muni. Narda Muni. Does everybody know who Narda Muni is? Do you know who Narda Muni is? Yeah. Narda Muni is the great transcendental spaceman, right? We call him a spaceman. He's a sage. But he's a traveler. He's an interplanetary traveler. He can travel to the spiritual worlds, material worlds, hellish worlds. Why does he travel, Sam? Narada Muni just travels to travel. Does he go to sea sites and ride rides and see the bay in San Francisco? Does he go to see the sunrise on Alpha Centauri? Does he do? No. He doesn't go for uh, the sake of travel. Narada Muni travels for the sake of us, for the sake of the fallen conditioned souls which are spread out throughout the whole material universe. There's living entities on every planet, Srila Prabhupada said. There's living entities on every 
uh, rock, practically even circum, circum, circling every star. There's billions and billions and billions, trillions of planets, trillions of suns, huge universe, massive universe. And the universe is full of souls that are trying to enjoy themselves, right, with the material body. So Narada Muni is one of those rare souls who achieved perfection in the science of Krishna consciousness, in the science of self-realization. And Srila Prabhupada makes it clear, this is a science. It's not just a philosophy. It's a full-blown religion. It's religion with philosophy. It's philosophy with faith and religion. So, it can deliver us from material suffering. What's the biggest problem in the material world, right? Material suffering, right? The world's going through some material suffering all the time. Right now, that's more prominent because of this uh, virus that's going around, so everybody's concerned. And people are changing their habits, right? They're not congregating in large groups for sporting events. What are they going to do? <gasps> There's no way. What, what, we can't go to the sporting event today. We can't go to the concert. We can't. And it's, it's, it's a way to shake up people and let them know this is not going to last forever. <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys football franchise does not exist into eternity. <laughs> it's limited. Just like your life is limited. Many of the, of the gentlemen that played football for the early Dallas Cowboy teams, they've left their bodies. They're very old, right? Can they go out and do what they did when they were young? No. This is proof. We're not going to be here forever. We see devotees leaving their bodies. We see them getting Krishna's mercy and getting a wonderful birth next time. We know, we have faith that if we dedicate our lives in this lifetime, we can, we can be something like Sri Narada Muni. A person that has no material desires, that doesn't travel for in his own enjoyment, that travels to preach and give Krishna consciousness to others. Why? Because that is more blissful than anything you can do in the material world, trying to enjoy yourself. You will never get as much happiness in the material world trying to enjoy yourself as you will when you go out and you try to give Krishna consciousness to others. If you cook nice foods and you give it to someone, don't you feel good? Don't you feel amazing when you can feed devotees, feed people nicely? When you can talk about the Gita or the Bhagavatam in a nice way to try and inspire someone, to give them a book? to, to book, distribute books on the streets, to go out and say, here, take this book, take this knowledge, and, and it's, it's going to be the beginning of the end of your material existence. With this knowledge, you're going to be able to get out of the material world. And that's the real problem. We don't want to be in this material world anymore. We want to get out, because no matter how good your situation, from the bottom to the top, it's a place of suffering. Even, even at the topmost planets, okay, there's, a lot of, there's, there's more sense enjoyment and it's more refined. There's more refined sense enjoyment. But still there is envy, anger, disease, birth, death. Even on the topmost heavenly planets, 
you know, the, the person that is Indra, the king of heaven, he's not Indra forever. He has a set time to be Indra. Brahma is only Lord Brahma for the duration of the universe. And then the dur- he's done. He goes out of the body of Brahma. He has to take another birth. Our Lord Brahma right now is a pure devotee. He appeared as Haridas Thakur. Excuse me. And he chanted the holy name in such a beautiful, wonderful way that Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said he was the Nam Acharya, the Acharya of chanting Nam Sankirtan. So the divine example of how we should chant Hare Krishna. And this is what Sri Narad Muna wants us to do. He wants us to chant. And so Sri Prabhupada comes in the line of Sri Narada Muni, the Brahma Madhva Gaudiya Sampradaya. And this Sampradaya is our direct link to Krishna. And we have to become initiated, take initiation from a bona fide spiritual master in this disciplic line. And I know for me, I, I, I'm very happy and, and pleased to be part of the line that includes Sri the Prabhupada, my spiritual master is Tamal Krishna Goswami, and he was a sold-out servant of Sri the Prabhupada. And by his example, I'm trying to become a sold-out servant of him and this movement. And this movement is, is, is bona fide. This movement is, is directly uh, ordered by Lord Chaitanya himself. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu ki... We just celebrated Gorpranim, and Gorpranim is the appearance of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And Lord Chaitanya said, chant, dance, and feast. <laughs> this is our religion. Chanting Hare Krishna, Japa, and congregationally. Dance in ecstasy in front of the deity. And this is, it's in the Bhagavatam, I need to learn the quote, that you should learn to dance nicely in front of the deity. Not a crazy dance, but the proper bona fide way of dancing and showing respect and love for the deity. And it is a way of showing respect. It's not disrespectful to dance and to jump. Jumping is encouraged in front of the deity, right? Especially there's a roaring kirtan and you're feeling the power. You're feeling the bliss of the holy name, which is being chanted by, what, hundreds of people in the temple room sometimes. And when all of them chant together, it increases the potency and it inspires us and it encourages us and it makes us feel elated and blissful to hear the chanting of Hare Krishna amongst many persons who are concentrating on the holy names because the holy name is Krishna. Krishna's name is Krishna. Krishna's non-different from his name. So you can't come into the temple room and chant Coca-Cola, Pepsi-Cola, Ford Motor Company. You can't do that. It's not going to have the same effect, right? can repeat uh, any mundane term, you know, potted plant, potted plant, a hundred million times. You're not going to get the bliss you feel immediately from saying Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. What's the proof? What's the proof? It's scriptures. Krishna tells us that. It's in the Bhagavatam, or Chaitanya Mahaprabhu tells us that. Are Acharyas tell us that? Are they all wrong? Is it a conspiracy? Are they all lying? For millions of years, the Brahma Madhva Gaudiya Sampradaya, the, the, the other Sampradayas, the, 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 the proof is in the book Bhagavat and in the person Bhagavat. 
The Bhagavatam book itself, which is non-different from Krishna, the books contain the knowledge which tell us Krishna, Stu, Bhagavan, Svayam. Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And then we also know Krishna is God because of our own feeling, our own faith, our own intelligence, our own spiritual experience. Because our experience of God, our experience was with the devotees, our experience of this knowledge is not material, it's spiritual. So it's spiritual potency working on us to reveal the spiritual thing inside us that's covered over, right? By material coverings. We're spirit soul, but we're, we've got these material coverings over us. So we have to get free of the false ego, the... Uh, the, the, uh, the desire for uh, sense, adoration, distinction, the desire to fill our senses with enjoyment. Uh, our, our actions are either in goodness, passion, or in ignorance. Well, we want to stop acting in passion and in ignorance. We want to pursue the mode of goodness and then develop pure goodness, which becomes spiritual, spiritual goodness. Right now, goodness can be material, but it can be, it can be uh, made into uh, super, super goodness. Shuddha Sattva. So let's look at the purport. It's very, very interesting. Srila Prabhupada response. Nar, uh, Sri Vyasadeva is speaking to Narada Muni and he's asking his final question before Narada Muni is going to speak. And there may be other questions by Vyasadeva. But for right now, we've got, uh, we've just had two, or th- we've had three questions, excuse me, two questions from Vyasadeva. And Vyasadeva is, is asking, uh, how is it that this subject matter, which happened prior to this day of Brahma, what happened to you? How, how, how is all this still fresh in your memory, undisturbed by time? Sri Prabhupada tells us that spirit is not annihilated, even after the annihilation of the material body. So spiritual consciousness is not annihilated. What does that mean? It means Narada Muni was not annihilated after the end of the previous kalpa when he was a little boy and he got the mercy of the sages and he meditated on Krishna and Krishna appeared to him and then Krishna came to him in sound form and told him, I will not appear to you again, but I want you to chant. I want you to pursue Krishna consciousness. And so... Uh, in, his, in this present birth, Narada Muni, uh, the soul that was this little boy, Narada Muni, in the previous kalpa, came out of that kalpa and comes into this kalpa as Narada Muni. But by the mercy of the spiritual consciousness, he could remember who he was because he attained to the state of pure Krishna consciousness. So Narada Muni developed this spiritual consciousness even when he had this material body in the previous kalpa. And by doing that, he was able to remember what happened in the previous kalpa. The pure devotees understand past, present, and future perfectly, right? They understand. And, and, and what is there so much to understand? Now, who shot Kennedy? You know, you know, when was Jesus really born? No, those things aren't important, right? What's important is, what, what, is the, what is the complete cycle of humanity, the complete cycle? There's four uh, yugas or ages. We're in Kali Yuga, it's the dark age, right? And so, 
The knowledge of past, present, and future is only useful to a pure devotee for preaching, for preaching, for telling people, hey, this is how the material universe works. This is how time is set up in these kalpas, in these ages. And in every age, there is the chanting of Hare Krishna. Maha mantra, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare, 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 Rama, Hare, Rama, 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 Hare, Hare. And so in Kali Yuga, the Nam Sankirtan, the chanting of the holy names, is the primary method. It's the primary benediction for humanity at large because it spreads the rays of the benediction moon. It's going to make us, it's going to benedict us to go back home, back to Godhead. And we do that by trying to give Krishna to others. So this is the, the divine example. The Acharya is Narada Muni of giving Krishna to others. He helps in Krishna's pastimes. He, uh, he appears and does so many wonderful things to make things happen for Krishna and Krishna's pastimes. Why? Because Krishna enjoys constantly. And, and also because he has to do things in such a way that he uses his, his dearmost devotees to do things in his pastimes. Why? Why does he reveal his pastimes? To show us as an example for us. So we'll have faith. So we can study Krishna's pastimes. We can study Krishna's qualities, his forms, his incarnations, his holy name, his power. And by doing this, we can grow in love for Krishna. Prabhupada says, consciousness of the material body means spiritual consciousness expressed through the medium of a material body. Right now we're in a material body, so our spiritual consciousness is going to be developed through the medium of the body, our mind, our intelligence, and the destruction of our false ego. The material consciousness is inferior, destructible, and is perverted. Krishna consciousness is the way of unperverting it, making it uh, superior, giving us superior knowledge of Krishna. And this will make us really happy, and this will also make us fearless. We won't be in fear, because we know Krishna is the supreme controller. Everything's happening under His authority and by His will. And so we know Krishna promises us that He will care for the devotees. So we should not be fearful. And when death comes, as death will come, so we shouldn't be afraid, we know that we'll be able to step over the head of death and step right into the next phase of our Krishna consciousness. Superconsciousness of the supramind on the spiritual plane is as good as the spirit soul and is never annihilated. So Prabhupada is telling us in the purport that Srinarda Muni, even in his previous birth, he developed this spiritual consciousness even when he had his previous material body and the previous kalpa. And this consciousness is never destructed. The spiritual consciousness of this pure soul is it's expressed through the medium of the material body, but it's, it's, never, it's indestructible. It can never be perverted. It's a super consciousness. And this super consciousness is as good as understanding everything completely. If you understand your spirit soul... You understand spiritual, spiritual and the difference between the spiritual matter and the material energy. Basically, you've, you've about got it. But that's just to get you to Vaikuntha. If you want to go to Goloka, you want to go to where Krishna's pastimes are, 
You need consciousness of Christian. You need to be in full Krishna consciousness by studying the activities of his devotees and of Krishna's interaction with his devotees, particularly the gopis, the gopas, the cowherd boys, cowherd girls, the parents, the parental people who act as in parental relationship with Krishna, Krishna's friends, Krishna's enemies, people who are neutral to Krishna, people who love Krishna. All these different relationships are there in the spiritual world and in in not enemies of Krishna, but just the feeling of enemies of Krishna. In the spiritual world, Krishna uh, doesn't kill demons in the spiritual world. He comes to the the material world, comes to earth planet, he kills kills demons here. But there is the sense of Putana and and Trinavarta and all all of the... uh, the, the demons that try to harass Krishna. There's a sense of that there. So they still have their pastimes just the same. So uh, Krishna consciousness is this uh, super consciousness of Krishna and his pastimes. And we're trying to understand it. We're trying to assimilate it. And we're trying to uh, take it into our lives, into our hearts, and then change the way we act. And this is the result of something that affects you seriously, Right? You will change your behavior. If you become a really expert physician, expert mechanic, expert teacher, whatever you do, you will change the way you did it when you first started to learn about it, right? You became expert. And when, when you encountered things within a field of study, some things attracted you more than others, and you concentrate on those things. And those things affect you more deeply when you're reading or you're watching some, some, something, and you see something that makes you think philosophically or makes you think spiritually, wow, that's interesting. I want to pursue that spiritual, spiritual uh, topic more. And especially for, for devotees, for people that are here, all of us, we've developed this consciousness of, of questioning, questioning. We've asked ourselves, why am I here? What's the goal of life? What's the point? Is it just to see pleasure and pain of the material world? Is that all it's about? Is it just about suffering and happiness? No. There is a a divine plan behind everything. And there's a divine creator too, right? How could all this come from nothing? It's a patently ridiculous assumption. It's clear All of this came from something. Who did it come from? The Supreme Controller. Somebody created everything under a divine plan of uh, beautiful intricacy and amazing variety. Uh, The material worlds are unlimited. Uh, They're practically unlimited. There's just unbelievable amount of universes, so much within the universes. And so uh, it's, it's, it's like, a, a doc, it's like a, someone who's inside a, a, a cylinder, a frog, right? He goes around all sides of the cylinder. He looks up. He can't see anything. He says, well, this is it. This is the whole world. This is all there is. There's nothing else. If you just rely on your senses, your eyes, your hearing, your t- sense of touch and smell, just what you can see and read, you'll, you'll be limited. You'll be limited by the confines of your senses. Well, when you develop pure consciousness spiritual consciousness of krishna when you develop that you can understand there's so much beyond the material body there's a spirit world and our our spirit emanates our body 
and, and, and proves to us by our own experience of being conscious that we're a spirit-conscious soul in a body, there must be a superior consciousness outside this. There must be spiritual consciousness that exists outside me. If within, within me I know I'm spirit, I know I'm a soul, there must be, it, there must be a, a larger spiritual consciousness, spirit soul, and there is, that's God. He is the spiritual consciousness in full measure. We are a tiny little spark of the spiritual consciousness, right? Separated from Him in order to come to the material world. We separated from Him by Krishna's arrangement to enjoy spiritual enjoyment. Krishna association, not the material world. So we're eternal. We know that. We can feel it. We read it. We can accept it by the incredible, stellar personalities unparalleled personality like Srila Prabhupada. There's no one appeared in this world like Srila Prabhupada. His previous acharyas, yes, definitely. They're like that too. But Srila Prabhupada is very specially sent for this age, for this time, for right now, for us, to give us Krishna consciousness in a way that we can assimilate, we can understand. His purports were just written for the, for the late 20th century, early 21st century people who are thirsting for the knowledge of the absolute, Prabhupada came for us. And he is an incredible personality. You can read about his life. You can see his qualities. You can hear from his disciples who speak in the most amazing terms about the pastimes of Srila Prabhupada. And Srila Prabhupada was always, I'm, I'm reading Shamashundar uh, uh, Prabhu's uh, Chasing Rhinos, Volume 2, and he's talking about Srila Prabhupada, and he's mentioning how Srila Prabhupada went to Russia, and he got to go to Russia with Srila Prabhupada for five days. And it was five days that shook the world, because the seeds that Srila Prabhupada planted in Russia led to the fall of the Soviet Union, and it led to the spread of Krishna consciousness in, this, in a godless, godless society. The Soviet society... <clears throat> had uh, boarded up the churches. The, the, the conservative Russian Orthodox Church was, in, uh, uh, was, was on the retreat very massively during the time of the Soviet Union. And now it's flourishing. It's flourishing again. The, the Russian Orthodox Church is flourishing. Some religion, other religions are flourishing in Russia. Some are being uh, attacked and being persecuted. Luckily, right now, Krishna consciousness is, is sort of in between. They're, they're, they're tolerating it. They're letting Krishna consciousness spread in the Soviet Union. And so, uh, it's far, so sorry, former Soviet Union. Now it's, the, it's Russia again. And so Russia, uh, Prabhupada predicted while he was there, he said, this, this society cannot last. He saw the oppression. He saw the control that, that the government was trying to, to exert over its people. He said, this, is, this will be done in 20 years. And Prabhupada was exactly right. Soviet Union, gone. Religions come back to Russia. The, they still have socialism. They now have a dictator. It's a bit different. It's still bad. It's not great. But the material world is never going to be some perfect place with perfect leaders. We're not going to get good leaders in Kali Yuga. So hoping for that is a hope against hope. And we should hope against hope that we'll become 
a pure devotee. But hoping against hope that we'll get a good leader is folly. It's the material world. It's Kali Yuga. It's not going to get better. We're not going to get fewer coronaviruses. We're not going to go back to the 1920s or the 1850s or the 1412s. You know, it's not going to happen. Things go forward. It's going to get worse. It has to progressively get worse. And if you want to, I, I don't recommend it, but we, we read the Bhagavatam, I think, is it the sixth canto, uh, that describes the Kali Yuga. The end of Kali Yuga is as bad as you can imagine it could be. You know, it, it is really bad. I, I don't think there's any, there's practically no vegetation. There's some trees. There are little tiny dwarf trees. I mean, the, 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 the oceans must be gone or they're so salty. There's, there's no good from them. There's very little water. They're, the only thing to eat is meat and stone. Meat and stone. People will have babies just to eat the babies. Yeah, pretty bad. So that's the end of Kali Yuga. And all of these uh, demoniac armies will be, uh, yeah, it's, it's just bad. So at the end of Kali Yuga, Kalki, Kalki Avatar, Krishna's incarnation is Kalki Avatar, comes and he annihilates the miscreants and sets up the next age, uh, Satya Yuga, and, the, and a great age, the most enlightened age dawns again on uh, mankind so we are in the beginning we're just in the beginning of kali yuga and luckily we're in the early part where there will be a 5000 year uh bubble time of the where the uh sankirtan movement of lord chaitanya mahaprabhu will flourish in kali yuga yeah so we should be uh anxious to be part of that to spread Krishna consciousness. And right now is such a good time to preach because people are really uh, suffering. They're in a lot of anxiety, right? Their current way of living is crumbling, right? They're, they're, the things that they rely on, they're, they're, they're being threatened. They, they're worried. What's going to happen if cities shut down? If I'm quarantined? If whole areas, you can't move, you can't go out, you can't congregate. How will I eat? So people are feeling fear, they're feeling worry, they're feeling anxiety. How do we relieve their anxiety? By getting better leaders who banish all disease? No, they can't. (laughs) We relieve their anxiety by giving them Krishna consciousness. And we take what we give to others ourselves so that we won't be in anxiety. We shouldn't feel anxiety. We should chant Hare Krishna blissfully. Narada Muni had nothing when his mother died. He had nothing. He had no one. No one said, I'm your uncle, I'm your brothers, I'm your grandfather, twice removed. No, no one came and said, I'll help you, son. I'll help you, child. No one. He said, he, he, he was like Prabhupada. He didn't know where to go. What direction? Where do I go? Narada Muni said, I knew I should go north north being sort of up Prabhupada said I didn't know where to go when I first came to America he goes I just went forward and Krishna did the rest Krishna does the rest look what Krishna did for Narada Muni why is Narada Muni's pastime here in the Bhagavatam why are we talking about it because it's an example for us to follow it's designed to give us faith and hope so that we will develop love for Krishna so I'll stop there
Any comments or questions? I've got to send a text to my office and tell them when I'm coming in before 8.30. So it's good if we stop now for me. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for, we appreciate it. Please chant Hare Krishna. Be happy, be blissful. And uh, give Krishna to others as best we can. So thank you. Shima Bhagavatam Ki.